Okay. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Iris back on the air with you again. Well, you know, it's been quite an amazing year already, and we're all, already almost at the end of another one of our years over here. I mean, I just don't know where all the time goes. And I've got an old friend here in the studio with me, and, and that this is Pastor Faith Fisher. Good morning, Faith. Morning, Iris. Pastor Iris, how are you? Oh, I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. <laughs> I don't know what anybody else <laughs> Just by looking at you, I can see that you're all right. Oh, that, that's good. That's good. I've been to the dentist, uh, when was it, Friday? Oh, golly, didn't I know about it, Faith? It knocked me out for about three days, and I'm still not quite with it. I thought the, the, the needle oh. was coming through my jawbone. He hit a nerve. Oh, my God. And then he said, there aren't any nerves in that part of your mouth. And I said, well, you found one. I've got one. <laughs> and I yelled and I, my arm went up in the air, grabbed hold of the nurse and this way. And I'm like, yelling. <laughs> and it's got this in my mouth. Oh, crumbs. My goodness. They have a job to do, but I try to stay away from dentists because... I've had teeth pulled out, taken out, and it, the funny thing is, in my family, everybody suffers, you know, from toothache, and they're always hunting around. Nowadays, you know, it's so difficult to find a dentist. My well, son's been having toothache because he's new in the area. It means that no one will take him on, no dentists. They're full up, aren't they? I mean, yeah. they have doctor surgeries. They have thousands of people. It's taken me mm -hmm. two years to get to this one, and now it finally broke. And it broke under mm -hmm. the cap. The cap had cost me about twelve hundred pounds to have it done privately, yeah. round about mm -hmm. 2015, mm -hmm. 2016. And uh, so that was a waste of money because he kept the cap. Not that they would use it again. But the, the actual truth where it broke and he had to get it out, get the root out in two parts, and it was a molar. So oh, my, my jaw yeah. is very painful. I've got a bruise up mm -hmm. in my eye because it went yeah. all over my face into my head. Mm -hmm. Didn't touch mm -hmm. this bit here, the lower jaw. He had to give me another mm -hmm. one. Oh, so there he oh, Anyway, I was just mm -hmm. good to have, have you on, on the radio with us because I know you've got something to on your heart to share but i picked up something just now i just want to read this for our listeners to say well home okay. is where your heart is he who dwells mm. in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty psalm 91 verse 1 mm -hmm. that's a very apt mm -hmm. very apt psalm we need to hang on to the whole mm -hmm. psalm in this day and age it's so full of assurance encouragement hope and faith and it's also full mm -hmm. of truth you know, most Bible scholars' faith feel that Psalm, 90, Psalm 91 was written by okay. Moses. Yes. Well, whoever it was had a deep and personal experience of faith and trust in God. Both Moses mm -hmm. and David knew what it was to be in God's mm -hmm. place. After God had delivered the children of Israel from bondage in Egypt, he commanded mm -hmm. them to make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Exodus 25, verses 1 through 8. And it was, for Moses, the dwelling place of God. And, you know, I really think, Faith, it ought to be the dwelling place for us. Mm -hmm. Well, 
well, don't you? Thank you. So what have you been up to? I haven't seen you in such a long time. Well. What you've been doing. Since COVID, we, do you know, just like yourself, I cannot believe that I'm doing the things that I'm doing now. It's just been amazing. COVID came and we were locked up for all that period of time. And then suddenly the Lord was saying, I want you to go on Zoom. And I was thinking, Zoom? What's that? Then, I, you know, we had to learn all about Zoom, how to be on Zoom, how to behave on Zoom. And one of the first things, the Lord had been speaking to me for a while about a program called an audience with the king. And he wanted me to invite speakers to come and he'd give me a, a topic. Just like that, he'd suddenly say, this is the topic. Invite speakers. Then he, he'd name them to come on. I remember one particular speaker had even shown that person to me in a dream. So then I'd invite them, but I'd go through this. But Lord, are they going to be available? So, so. But, you know, they were always available. They always came. And God, you know, through COVID, has doing a marvelous work through um, this program, an audience with the king, coming before the king. Can you imagine? Into the courts of heaven and just, spending time with him, having an audience with him, going through everything that uh, he wanted us to, to, to discuss, you know, through the topic. And it was, and the fact, would you, <laughs> I thought to myself at one point, this is going out to the nations, to the world. Little old me sitting here in this chair hosting a program called An Audience with the King, and out there on Facebook land, all over the place, there are people who I'll never get to meet watching. You know, what must they be thinking? What am I doing here? And then, of course, other programs came. The Lord, you know, said, do a war cry, because, he started, because I'm a worshiper. I play an instrument called an omnichord. And the Lord, I want you to do the program called War Cry. But I've been doing War Cry before, before COVID. You know, we used to have concerts where singers would come and sing. Yeah, but so I remember those days. Remember that, yes. Yeah, but even okay. further back, the Lord had said, I want you to start a choir. This was years ago. I want you to start a choir. And the choir has to consist of people from different places. And I want there to be that unity. Come together, learn, minister together. And then what will be generated through the, the you know, what you I have imparted into you all, you take it back to your own churches. So that went for a while. But a, a certain time came when the Lord said, okay, lay it down. Because, you know, we musicians or singers and musicians, I should say, worshipers are funny people. We reach the point where, as you well know, Iris, I'm not a very tall person. So sometimes people think, well, because of the height or so, they can kind of, you know, nudge me to one side. And we had a little bit of that. And as soon as that 
arose, the Lord said, close it down. Leave it alone. And that's what I did. So that was that, you know, then the choir went, the people that were in the choir were wonderful. But we all went our separate ways then and I waited. Lord, what do you want? Then in between, you know, I'm a mother of four sons and I have seven grandchildren. We do the family thing that, you know, there are always things going on in, in families. There's always help that needs, you know, advice or this and that. We went through that. And then when COVID came, I was so concerned because I'm living in Kent and my family are all in London. And do you remember times of thinking, if anything should happen to me, just in case, what's going to happen? My family are not going to be able to reach me. What am I going to do? I'm the only one here in Kent. They're all in London. We're not even allowed to get on the trains or to do anything. If I become ill, what, what's going to happen? But, you know, then the Lord, my God, you know, something where he says he's our shield. He's our buckler. You know, would come in ever so gently. Just, I'm here. You know? So mm -hmm. God is always there. And I always remember, I said, yes, Lord, you're my refuge. You're my strength. You're my high tower. I thank you that even though my family are not near, you're here. I have friends here. You mean friends here in Margate, but nobody was allowed to go into anybody else's bubble. We all had to stay in our own bubble. And my bubble consisted of just me. I remember when there was a time when I never, I did not step outside of my house for six weeks. The first time I went outside, Iris, I panicked. I had a panic attack. It was as though the ground was coming up, you know, to swallow me up. And that the, the, the fear... Thank God, you know, Pastor Jane had come to pick me up just out there in her car. I stopped immediately until that uh, panic went. And she was also with uh, Brother Philip, and he said, are you okay? I said, I'm fine now, but it's just that a fear and a panic setting because it's the first time that I'm stepping outside of my house for six weeks. Then I had to turn around and return into my house because I'd forgotten something, picked it up. And when I went back out, it was okay. But do you know, it was as though I was walking on eggshells, treading, you know, I was afraid that I was going to fall over. I had to focus and concentrate. The glory to God, it went. You know, over the span of my, God has been so good to me. I don't know, just like yourself, what I'll do without him. So we got through that period, and then he started speaking about doing these programs on Zoom. And first of all, I was invited by, you remember Israel, Apostle Israel? Oh, yes, I do, yeah. Yeah, she had a, started the Zoom platform, and she said, come along, can you come along and sing? And I said, how am I going to do that? Then there was all that trying to fit my table into my bedroom to, to, <laughs> to figure out how to do it and how to set it up. 
Jane would come over to help and oh my Lord, those times. But thank God, Iris, thank God. You know, I'm not saying that I'm thanking God for the people that have lost their lives, that died. But through COVID, the world became open to us. Yeah, yeah. The world has just, instead of it being that far away, it's right on our doorsteps. We're able to reach so many more people than we would ever have been able to. Ministries ago, you know, have never been birthed, have been birthed. We're, we're there. But now I believe that what the, the, the Lord is calling us back out again. We were in the cave. We had been hidden for a while, but now the Lord is saying, go back out. I want you back out there. Mm -hmm. Take what I've poured into you and take it out. So I'm thinking about that now it's the time to begin war cry, not just on Zoom now, because every Sunday we have war cry but to go back out there to find places to, to, to rent and have a concert, get together with other musicians, mm -hmm. you know, to begin to once again make music, glorify God, to sing praises unto the Lord, to thank him for all that he's been doing and will continue to do. Yeah. I remember the Lord saying to me not long ago, if you're willing, yeah, You know, if, you, if you're willing, I am willing. And I said, Lord, for the rest of my life, I want to live to serve you. So you have your way. And somebody being really cheeky asked me, well, how old are you now? And I thought, cheek. <laughs> you know? And then I, I had a little problem with that. And the Lord was saying to me, it's not about your age. Do you remember George Muller? George Muller started his ministry with the children's orphanages when he was 70. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, there are many others. I was talking about this just, just on Sunday, yesterday, um, to one of the pastors at Robert Marsbach's church in, in Folkestone, the Life Church. Okay. Uh, he was preaching, actually, on what okay. you're talking about. And, and I said to him afterwards, but we're not supposed to retire. Mm -hmm. like we're not supposed to retire. We weren't, we weren't created to retire. We weren't, we're yeah. not ready to retire because mm -hmm. we've reached, we have to reach a time in life where we double up again. We, we mm -hmm. can't help that. That is how God created the universe. And he yeah. has created us to increase. Mm -hmm. and I said, you can't minister to people I realize mm -hmm. now until you've had all these experiences of life. Yeah. Yeah. You can't minister yeah. to a grief stricken person when you haven't understood grief physically mm. and yeah. have a personal relationship with things like that. That's right. And, and yeah. I said, you get to this age, Moses in his 80s, you know. Yeah. And there you go. Yep. I'm going to be 81 this month. I said, mm -hmm. The end of the day, I'm looking to go. I don't want to sit down. I really, mm -hmm. I'm getting so excited with what God is doing. But yeah. because what He has planted in His people is what God is using now, faith mm -hmm. for His time for His salvation, right. and that That's is right. an exciting thing. 
you, you know, um, Iris, what the Lord said to me one day, I just, when you mentioned the word retire, the Lord said to me, do you know what happens? He said, if you retire, you're going to expire. Exactly. And that made me think. And I said, come again, Lord. I said, if you retire, you're going to expire. There's no room for retiring. When you are working in the vineyard, there isn't time to think about retiring because there's always that one extra person to reach, you know? Yeah. And he said a lot of people, uh, when he, recently, about he started speaking about, he said to me, I think it was early hours of the morning, he said, why are people dissatisfied? Why do people become dissatisfied? And then he continued and said, people, my people become dissatisfied when they cannot get their own way. Mm -hmm. You know, they become dissatisfied with everything. They forget about the things that I've done for them because they want this and they don't receive it. Dissatisfaction sets in. And he said, do you realize that when people become dissatisfied, when we become dissatisfied within us, it harms us. It, it affects our, the environment around us. But when we become, what, no matter what it is, whatever difficulties we're going through, when we praise the Lord and show satisfaction, then our environment changes swiftly. Mm. And it's just the little, little life lessons that he's, that he's been given. You know, like if you retire, you're going to expire. I don't want to expire right now. I believe there's a lot more in my life. I don't want to show God that I'm dissatisfied with the way things are going. No. I want to learn to praise him, to thank him, and to give him all the glory. And say, thank you, Father. I bless you. Amen? Amen. And, and what doesn't he always tell us? He says, ask of me. Yeah. If you're dissatisfied, ask, speak to him. Ask him. He says, ask of me, and I'll give you the desires of your heart. If you're dissatisfied with something there, speak to the Lord about it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And ask it. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I think these days, um, the times that we're in now, we need to ask the Lord for his heart. Lord, give me your heart. Yeah. I've had to learn a very hard, hard, hard and difficult lesson. The Lord is saying to me, you know, you cannot serve me properly to your fullest ability if you are still so tied in with your family. Because whenever things went wrong or go wrong, I'd be down in London, down in London. So this is the time is that you've raised your children. Now I have other children for you to raise. But you cannot focus on what I want you to do if you're always concerned. So I want you to just lay them all the, on the altar and leave them there. 
Now we all, as parents, that's difficult. Huh? That's right. Because, you know, Faith, I was thinking the same thing actually quite recently because we have to step aside to allow God to yeah. do his work, the Holy Spirit to do his work in these, right. in these children that we've birthed. But we have to do it in trust, knowing the one thing that Lord says that they will be blessed even unto mm -hmm. a thousand generations. And That's I looked right. at my family the other day and I realized for the first mm -hmm. time, none of them know the Lord. None of them want to know the Lord. Mm -hmm. However, now that these things are happening, they are questioning. Yes. You know, yes. And say, Do yeah. you know that, that was written? That's what I was telling you about all those years ago. And now that there is a softening. But what yes. I was say really on that one is this when I sat back mm -hmm. saw something I'd never seen before and this might help a lot of people as well the fact that 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 one scripture amongst that you know amongst many others mm -hmm. would in actual fact I looked at the prosperity of my family mm -hmm. what they had what they had achieved and with all with all the their funny quirks and, and, and denial of God and etc., God has honored my family. And I said to him, You said unto a thousand generations. Mm. I used to say unto a third and fourth generation, but God had actually said also, even unto a thousand generations. <laughs> and when you when you think about it, I now have a great grandson, the only one <laughs> from seven grandchildren. Being okay. born, uh, born for, no nineteenth of December, up mm -hmm. ahead of us, and mm -hmm. I have pictures of him in colour in the womb in three D. Mm -hmm. And when I opened it, you know, my granddaughter had said, "I thought, oh my days! I saw what God was doing. I saw this child. I'll show you afterwards." Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable this these three even even the baby yawning in full color mm -hmm. yeah I, and i saw a, a new line beginning and i was able to bless that baby from my heart mm -hmm. my whole being the connection mm -hmm. i've now got with it and i saw another line mm -hmm. a different line and i prayed already that that child god is going to use amen amen and I thought, he's not going to let all this die. No. He won't. He won't. He will do something. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we, we go through trials and tribulations as we watch our children stumbling through, especially when they're not saved. But Because God has said, leave them. Leave them in my hands. And he, I remember him reminding me, other, you were away for seven years. Who looked after them? Did you see them in those seven years? No. Who looked after them? I said, you did, Lord. Yeah, amen. I, and I've had to just, I, I'm learning. You just let go and let God, because he's taking care of them far more. But going on from there, speaking about children, I, Iris, we're doing um, an orphanage in Sierra Leone. You know, that's always been my heart's desire or the, the desire that the Lord had placed in my heart. We have land in Sierra Leone 
and they're waiting and saying, well, when are you coming to start building? But we all know, you know, you cannot just build. I'm a pensioner. I'm retired. So you cannot just build, you know, out of, with nothing in your hands and so forth. Yeah. So if there are any, you know, I'm, t- I'm going to take this opportunity to ask if there are any people out there who would like to co-labor with us in Sierra Leone to build orphanages for the orphanages for the widows and the orphans places, we have a lot of land that's been given, but we need co-laborers. The Lord told me that he would bring alongside co-laborers to labor in that field. He said he'd bring, uh, uh, um, you know, provision. So if anybody has a heart and a burden for Sierra Leone, that part of the world, please contact me through Iris. You know, the ministry is called Tabernacle of David. You know, I'm on Facebook, Faith Fisher or Faith Miracle Fisher. Please contact us. Would love to hear from you. So that's one of the projects that we are doing at the present moment. We've been feeding the the children once a month. We started with feeding them once a month. And then the Lord said to me, um, do you eat every day? (laughs) I said, yes. So he said, okay. Do you think they need to eat every day? Don't you think? I said, yes, Lord, but we were going according to what we have. So he said, okay, feed them once a week. So that's what we, you know, we've been doing, feeding them once a week. I trust in God to bring the increase. Yeah. You know, to bring in others who will labor with us in that, who will provide finances, you know, so into the ministry. So that these little ones, some of them sleep out in the open under the trees and so on. Yeah. We have that everywhere. My vision is not just for Sierra Leone, because what the Lord has given is that I've called you to the nations. So it's not just Sierra Leone is the starting point, because that's the place of my birth. Mm -hmm. But then other places, you know, the Lord will begin to take us. And, to, you know, so that we'll do what we need to do. You have a mandate on your life. I have a mandate on my life. We have destinies that we need to fulfill that were given to us before we were born. That's right. I certainly don't want to go to stand before the Lord before I fulfilled my destiny and the mandate that God gave yeah. to go out to feed to, to you know, not only that there are other things we also have I know that God's going to bring through a healing ministry through worship so there is just so much that's right that's right and I think also Faith the one thing that I've learned is that it doesn't mean to say that we personally have to do all of those things but the fact that no. you do the fact that you make a start you've actually birthed mm-hmm. something and then from that and birth others came, come. as it grows yeah mm-hmm. others yeah. will come that's right. absolutely that's right what i'm finding yeah. first the trickle oh. eh? first the trickle and then that's the flood that's it that is true so we 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 saying okay lord your will 
Not my will, but your will be done. Hallelujah. Yeah, and it's wonderful, actually, isn't it? When you're working with Holy Spirit, it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you know the Holy Spirit loves to laugh, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're not uh, going to believe this, Faith, but our time is just about up. We've got about three minutes. Oh, it's been so good. You know, I just bless all your, your listeners out there, if, you know, if you don't mind me blessing them. I don't I mind. just bless them. Those who have taken the time to listen in different parts of the world, God bless you. Yeah. Whatever it is that God has placed in your heart, don't ever think that you're not capable of doing it. Believe. Because God says in his word that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I can do all things through Christ. You can do all things through Christ. Trust and believe him for everything that you need. He'll provide it because you know what? He is the one and only almighty, everlasting father. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. very true. Very, very true. Well, everybody, you know, that's where we're going to have to leave it for this week. But Faith, I mean, you're always welcome to come Thank back. Thank you. Come back and and, and I talk. would love to. Yeah. I would you know, I would love to, Iris. Yes. We we've got a worldwide reach. You know, we can take fifteen thousand listeners because I upgraded mm -hmm. you know, the whole thing. We're not as mm -hmm. high as we, we need to be, but that's the next step up. Mm -hmm. um, even that, even that the Lord is provided for, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. At any one moment in time. So we 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 talk to people all over the world, literally all over the world. When mm -hmm. um, on the last award, it actually came in via it was done via the internet, mm -hmm. evidently. <clears throat> and it, I mean, I took eighty percent, or I got I got eighty percent of the votes from all around the world. They weren't just over here in the UK. Yes. Wow. And you just don't know who is listening and who is watching. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. That is the thing. Yes. But one quick um I've posted on Facebook Live, those who are on Facebook Live, we're doing audience with the king in Asia. So we're going to have a speaker from Pakistan, from India, and from another part of Asia. So if you're able to tune in on the 27th of uh of uh, this month, November, would love to see you. And also on the 10th of January, the Lord gave another program, a company of women that will be on a Friday afternoon, two to four. Uh -huh. It's posted on Facebook. So please join us if you can. Amen. Thank you so much for having me, Iris. It's wonderful. You're welcome. You're welcome. 27th, and what was the other date? 27th the 10th, of December. 10th of December. Okay, for a company of women. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. That was wonderful. Stay where you are, Faith, and I'm just going to say bye-bye to our listeners and uh, switch our airtime over. Bye-bye, everybody. We will be back soon. God bless you. Let me have bye. your feedback.